Well, the World Cup of Football is about to start in Qatar. And our man, Phil Moss, is on the ground for the Big Sports Breakfast Weekend in Qatar. Phil, good evening. Good morning, Ray, uh, and morning to all of our listeners. It's, it's very exciting. It's, uh, it's almost like it, uh, it was never going to happen, and all of a sudden it's here, and it's, uh, it's really exciting to be over here and, uh, and also to support my, uh, my good mate Graham Arnold as he, uh, as he leads Australia into uh, the World Cup for his first time as, as the head coach. And uh, we all know the journey that it took to get here, and it's great to finally be here. And, um, and it all starts uh, with that first up game against France. Phil, can you tell us what the conditions are like in Qatar? I understand um, all the games will be played in air-conditioned stadiums. What about the training facilities? Yeah, well, in a, in a word, Ray, hot, uh, very hot. Um, and that's going to be one of the challenges for the for the coaching staff uh, of all these teams that are competing, the 32 teams, uh, because, you know, you've, you've got to get the preparation right. You've got to train and keep the players sharp, but keep keep them hydrated and energy levels high for the games because they will be played, as you said, in air conditioning, 21 degrees. So mm. basically they're training in about 36, 37 degrees with 60, 65% humidity, and then they play in a nice, cool 21 degrees. So that balancing act will be crucial, and I think these conditions are going to play a massive role in who goes deep into this tournament. That's why I'm sort of leaning towards the South Americans as, as are the bookies. The biggest show on earth starts tonight, Qatar playing Ecuador, but Australia's first game is against France, one of the tournament heavyweights. Phil, how do you think the Socceroos will go? It's a great opportunity for us because historically, as we've spoken about in the lead-up, Ray, uh, you know, the defending champions don't start uh, well and, and don't often go well in the in the next World Cup. And France are perennially slow starters in, in big tournaments and then they build their way in. So I think us getting them first up gives us a great opportunity to maybe get a draw. You know, we may sneak a win, who knows? But um, they've got some problems of their own with Kante and Pogba out. Um, so they won't be taking part in the World Cup and they are the engine room. Now, they've, of course, they've got some quality players to come in and, and there's some concerns around Benzema, the, the um, Ballon d'Or winner, the World Player of the Year uh, for that first game against us, which would be an absolute godsend if he was out. Um, but don't forget, they've still got Mbappe and Griezmann and, <laughs> and a host of other stars. So whichever way you look, it's going to be a challenge. But I do think we may just catch some cold and, and get a point. Uh, Mossy, Group D, the Socceroos, France, Tunisia and Denmark. Where does Australia get a win to progress to the knockout stages? Yeah, I think Tunisia, the, the middle game, uh, is, is our real opportunity and it won't be easy. They are a good side um, and they, they can't be underestimated. But if we're going to win a game, um, I think that's the one that we uh, we are aiming for. So, you know... If, if, Miracles do happen. You know, it was a miracle to get to this World Cup um, and it'll be another miracle to get out of the group. No one's expecting that to happen. Um, I'm a believer. I know the way Arnie works, obviously, and, and what he'll be doing with the mindset of the players in the lead-up to uh, to that first game. And if we can get a point against France, gee, the confidence levels will be through the roof for that game against Tunisia. Mossy, the Aussies don't have any superstars, so to speak, like we had in our golden era. So what are the strengths and the weaknesses of our team? Well, I think our, our, our development area or focus area or weaknesses, as some will call it, is probably the, the lack of players playing at the, top, at the top level week in, week out. Um, I think that goes without saying. But, um, you know, our strengths are, I think, the balance between 
um, you know, some experience. And, and when I say experience, I'm not talking about the experience we just said is lacking as far as playing in the top leagues week in, week out. But certainly some World Cup experience, um, you know, the likes of um, certainly Aaron Moy, um, uh, Jackson Irvine, Matt Leckie, um, you know, Mitchell Duke. Those type of players will be absolutely critical to our success. And, of course, Matty Ryan in goal, um, who's been there, done it, and wears the captain's armband. So, you know, I think we've got a, a really good spine, um, and I think we've got a mixture of youth and experience, some real energy in the team. Um, Martin Boyle, of course, under a little bit of an injury cloud at the moment. So um, Marco Tilio has been flown over as insurance. Um, but, gee, I hope Boyle pulls through because he has been absolutely crucial for us in the in the qualifying phase. Um, obviously, Group C is also an interesting group with Argentina and Messi, plus Mexico, Poland and Saudi Arabia. I think Argentina and Mexico will be the two. Um, Saudi Arabia, interestingly, I mean, they're ranked 51st, but they have gone into camp for a long time. I think they've had a month. They shut the league down over there and uh, got the national team together a month out from this tournament. So they will be well prepared. They'll be uh, absolutely acclimatised. They'll know exactly what to expect with these conditions. So they might just be a smoky, but I still think Argentina and Mexico will go through. Group H is such an interesting group with Portugal and, of course, Cristiano Ronaldo. He's tipped the bucket on Manchester United. So what will that do to Ronaldo and, indeed, Portugal's chances in the World Cup? Their favourites to go through, ranked uh, the highest-ranked team in that group um, in ninth position uh, ahead of Uruguay, 14th. Um, but, I look, I, I think... What's happened will motivate Ronaldo if he needs any more motivation to have a big tournament. But where where it may come unstuck is that the Portugal team may implode because I know there's some rumblings under the surface over you know what he's done at Manchester United. Uh, Fernandez, of course, is a is a teammate of his uh, both in the Portugal team and at Manchester United. I, I believe he wasn't too happy um, just from what I read and hear um, with Ronaldo tipping the bucket on, on Manchester United, as you said, Ray. So it'll be interesting to see what, what this does to the Portugal squad. I, I, um, I think they'll have enough to go through the group, but I don't see them going deep into the tournament. And what about England, Mossy? Can they go far in this tournament? Could we see 1966 revisited? I'd love to see it. Uh, I would. They're, they're my second team behind Australia, of course, Ray. Um, I just I don't think that, that they've improved since the Euros, of course, when they lost that uh, that final. And I still think they're too heavily reliant on Harry Kane. Um, they'll, they'll go through the group. I've got no doubt about that. Um, and I think Iran might just sneak through with England over the USA. Um, all due respect to Wales, I, I don't see them going through uh, the group, but um, or getting out of the group, I should say. But, yeah, England do concern me a little bit. I'm, I'm not sure whether... Uh, Gareth Southgate has got them to another level that will enable them to go really deep into this tournament. But uh, nonetheless, they always uh, captivate the audience, don't they? Everyone loves watching England play. And um, some love to watch them fail. Others are hoping that they'll succeed. And I'm I'm one of those hoping they'll succeed. What about Group E, Mossy, with Spain and Germany? They're two of the big teams in this year's World Cup. They've had great history in this tournament. How will they go? They're there or thereabouts. Some have tipped a Brazil-Germany final. Um, so that they have got some uh, some love out there. Um, and I think they'll, they'll definitely go through their group. Uh, I think Spain and Germany will be the two that uh, progress over Costa Rica and Japan. Um, Spain, I'm, I'm really looking forward to watching them and I'm hoping to get to one of their games. Um, 
because they, they've they gone through a bit of a rebuilding phase. They're an ageing squad. Um, they've certainly rejuvenated. And um, th- this might be four years too early for that squad to, to really go deep in the tournament. But uh, I'm, I'm excited to see what they produce in this one. Now, Mossy, with our side, there was a lot of conjecture over who should and shouldn't have been named. Who are the players to watch that can lead us to some form of World Cup glory? Well, I think, um, you know, definitely... Aaron Moy, what what he produced in the in the last qualifiers to help us uh, get to this tournament was phenomenal. Given that he hadn't played a lot of football, now he's played a lot more football between then and now, so he'll be better for that. And obviously, all his experience, Jackson Irvine will give us the energy uh, box to box in midfield. Really excited to see what uh, Garen Qual um, will bring off the bench, uh, provided he makes the match day squad. Of course, that's a decision that. Arnie has to go with, but, um, you know, he's that type of player. We've seen it week in, week out. It's not luck when you come off the bench every week and make things happen. Um, And he did it against Barcelona, of course, for the All-Stars. So excited to see that. And the other one is Jason Cummings. You know, him and and Qual have got their combinations from the Central Coast Mariners. Cummings brings a little bit of swagger to the group, a little bit of personality, which I think won't go astray at a tournament like this. And and personally, having worked with him a lot over his younger years, Mitchell Duke, I'd love to see him get a World Cup goal and, and play well, and I think he'll lead the line against France. Mossy, what about Golden Boot? Messi, Ronaldo, so many big-name players. Who scores the most goals in this tournament? Yeah, well, there's uh, there's, there's a long list of, um, of players that are capable, of course. Harry Kane, funnily enough, is favourite um, to, to win the Golden Boot. I don't see that happening. I think it'll come from the likes of Mbappe, uh, Lionel Messi, Neymar, um, potentially Benzema if he gets himself on the pitch quickly um, because there is uh, serious doubt over whether he'll play that first game against us, um, which would be great if he doesn't. Um, but, uh, look, I'm, I'm going to go I'm going to go the fairy tale, right? I'm going to back Lionel Messi in. Mossy, I'll put you on the spot right here, right now. Who will win the World Cup? <laughs> my heart says Argentina. Um, look, I'll, I'll go with my head because it is a World Cup and uh, I just think Brazil... World number one going into the tournament. Um, I think they'll handle the conditions, and I think they've got the depth to go uh, to go all the way. Hey, Phil, look, thanks so much for joining us. We're lucky to have you in Qatar for the whole tournament. Enjoy 2022 FIFA World Cup. We'll talk to you next Sunday. Brilliant, right? Really excited. Let's go. Let's go to the Socceroos.